0: Welcome to the official Ronnie Landis Podcast Show, where you learn to upgrade the human experience through natural nutrition, lifestyle design, and consciousness engineering. This is no ordinary health or personal growth podcast, and Ronnie Landis is definitely no ordinary host. Ronnie Landis is an integrative nutritionist, transformation coach, and human behavioral specialist. He brings on some of the world's leading thought leaders to deliver to you the most cutting-edge information and unique perspectives so you can create the life of your dreams. Get ready to receive your upgrade in all you believed was possible, starting now.
1: Welcome to another edition of the official Ronnie Landis podcast. I am your host, Ronnie Landis, and before we begin today's incredible show, I want to share an upcoming program I am launching in mid-March, which could be exactly what you're looking for to take your life in every way to a completely new level. You see, over the last year, I have received more requests for personal coaching in the areas of creating optimal health experiencing transformational breakthroughs, and reaching one's highest potential in life than ever before. The coaching work I have done over this last year has been exceptionally powerful, and the results my clients have received has truly and profoundly blown me away, to say the least. As I have deepened my work with my one-on-one clients, I realized there was a major limit to the amount of highly dedicated individuals I could serve and support through this work. Because of this, I decided to create a highly specialized group coaching model that would foster an exclusive highly supportive, and co-creative environment that helps each person reach their ultimate goals in life and highest expression of vibrant health. This is an eight-week experience called the Breakthrough Transformation Program, and it's designed to ensure each participant receives all of the support information and practical tools necessary to reach a place in their holistic life they never knew was possible. I will be personally taking a group of 20 people every week through a deep learning curve into the unexplored potential and helping them to accelerate the integrative process of self-mastery. This program will focus on specific areas such as creating invincible health strategies, cutting edge nutrition strategies, emotional and mental mastery, overriding poverty consciousness with prosperity consciousness, accelerating learning modalities, becoming a truly empowered leader, and building a successful coaching-slash-service-based business, and trust me when I say, so, so much more than that. This program also will include a three-day live event, which is going to be following the online coaching program and an opportunity to join me for a private Hawaii immersion experience. This program officially begins March 15th and will only be open to the first 20 people who register. So in order to discover if this one-of-a-kind coaching opportunity is the correct fit for you and your goals, please shoot me a quick message at Ronnie, R-O-N-N-I-E, at Holistic Again, that's Ronnie at HolisticHealthMastery.com. I'll respond back to you um, and then we will carry the conversation on from there. Okay, so let's dive into today's show. And today's show is really just an amazing episode that I've been looking forward to unveiling for quite some time. And it's with a very dear friend of mine, Marcy Locke. And Marcy Locke lives in Del Mar, very close to San Diego. And she is a transformational coach of the highest caliber. In fact, she is so good at what she does that she has clients that pay her up to a million dollars a year to work with her. And If that wasn't impressive enough, the actual work that she does with people is really what impresses me the most because she has a focus on helping people change their mindset and their heart set around their life and helping helping people to essentially change out old, outdated paradigms in exchange for updated, upgraded models of reality, which is what allowed her to change her life from being a, a... Waitress in earning ten dollars an hour or something like that, and going from a place within a six-year period to being this really amazing transformational coach that gets paid up to a million dollars a year for the work that she does and working with leaders all around the world. And this episode was incredible. It, you know, for me. I went over to her house to record this and I felt like for me it was like getting a personal coaching session. Which I just loved and I got all kinds of tingles throughout my body just in the conversation the energy that she brought forth And there are some droppings of the f-word the f-bomb is dropped a number of times Because that's just her style and I like to keep it authentic and allow each person that comes on the show To represent themselves totally authentically and it's also within the the energy that she uses certain words emphasizes the enthusiasm and the passion that she has for this type of work and for inspiring people and I also think that you're going to notice that it helps to interrupt the patterns of complacency and the patterns of passivity of just listening to a podcast like you if you're listening to a lot of podcasts you may get used to just listening to inspiring messages, but you've developed kind of a threshold, a tolerance threshold where you're no longer as positively or impactfully affected by the message and you need the the pattern to be interrupted so you get shocked out of complacency and you actually start to pay attention to the message at hand and this is quite a message that you are about to dive into. So there's a lot that can be said. I'd rather just um, really open this up for you to dive deep and really explore the fringes of your personal unique destiny and your unique human potential. So get ready, buckle your seats, and enjoy the ride with me and Marcy Locke. Marcy Locke is worldwide known as the ultimate life catalyst, mentoring global influencers, worldwide game changers, and high-producing leaders to living an epic life in all aspects. She also is the movement maker of Average to Awesomeness, sharing her passion to assist the world in breaking through their bullshit and directly integrating the how-to shifts to live a life of awesomeness. As an international thought leader, catalyst for change, author, speaker, and transformation mentor, she has appeared on TV around the world, spoken on international stages, and has touched and transformed thousands of lives. It's my honor, privilege, and joy to be here with you.
0: Yay! So excited. I'm like, fuck yes, life! That's all. That's all. That, that would have made it simple, right? <laughs> yes. And I.
1: And it's so great. Um before we jumped on the recording mm-hmm. we're getting to know each other a little mm-hmm. bit better i'm getting to know you and mm-hmm. more depth to your your uh, i guess call it a brand but really what that means to you yeah. and i'm so excited to have you here and to to dive into all this because there's a lot of juiciness here <laughs> we're like I, we
0: better hit record yeah so right i know we're <laughs> <keep> talking <laughs>
1: we're like wow we're gonna yeah we just got to get this on on record for everybody out there yeah. and um so I guess the first place is just like, well, let me just say this. I love this idea of coming to awesomeness, mm-hmm. the simplicity of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and just that idea, you know, like life is supposed to be awesome. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be epic. Mm-hmm. Right. And in this idea, Fucking
0: fantastical, that's what I say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: I love that in the energy behind it. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's the way I believe life is supposed mm-hmm. to be contextualized yep. And oftentimes through cultural conditioning and just the way we go about life, bumping against the 3D external you know, bumps. Human experience. uh, Yeah, the human experience. (laughs) We we often get um, disillusioned out of that. And so I love that that languaging. What you know, what what is that? Let's dive a little bit deeper for everyone listening. And Mm -hmm. we're definitely I definitely want you to share your story of how you even came to this particular point in your life.
0: Space, huh? Well, I mean, yeah. to make it simple, right? If we if we look at it as why do we not expect... You said life is meant to be awesome, right? Mm. Life is meant to be epic and phenomenal and fucking fantastical and awesomeness. And yet... I bet most people hearing that would be like, would have some resistance in their body. They could feel it if you really are tuned in. You'll feel it in your body, resistance in your body. Be like, "Mm, no, it's not. Because has everyone out there experienced a life of pure awesomeness in every aspect? Probably not. Most of us have, like you said, bumped up against this 3D reality that an illusion that we've created in our human experience has said, that is not true. Life is fucking hard, my friend. And I will prove it to be right because of all my past experience. So, my point about that is to say that 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 might have been your experience, but what if you really knew the truth? Okay. So like, what's the first thing that ever happened to you, Ronnie? Do you remember?
1: I do. I I remember the first memory. Mm -hmm. Um, actually, well, the first thing I do remember, is when I was four years old. Mm-hmm. I was watching a movie called Enter the Dragon, <laughs> nice. which is a which is a funny kind of a kind of signature, a kind mm-hmm. of seed that was planted in me, which explains my whole life of mm-hmm. watching Bruce Lee. Mm-hmm. That was the first depiction of a superhero. So for me, mm-hmm. I actually was imprinted with the consciousness of like a superhero, mm-hmm. like the the possibility of that. Now, mm-hmm. however. Mm-hmm. Following up, I have all kinds of um, um, imprints of Mm -hmm. pain and trauma Mm -hmm. and wounding. My father was never in my life, Mm -hmm. so I have... I have um, uh, phantom memories, mm. phantom imprints of, mm-hmm. of abandonment. And, yeah. and what, it, what does it mean to be a man, like yeah. being raised by women? So, there, yeah. so there's all kinds of convoluted stuff mm-hmm. wrapped up in that.
0: Yeah, Well, you know what's beautiful is I 100% agree with you on why you, you connected to a superhero. And this is what's true. And this is why I want to bring people mm. back to the remembrance. Every single one of us... You know why we are so uh, attracted to superheroes in our society is because we are actually superheroes, right? We, (laughs) I mean, the crazy shit that I do in the jungle with my peeps and my badass breakthroughs Mm. and all sorts of stuff, you literally were like, I didn't know my, you, I mean, we are so much more capable of more than we could have ever even imagined. That is because the reason we are attracted to something is because we see it within us. So we are so attracted to superheroes because we all actually are superheroes. That's a whole nother topic we could get off on. And I'm so glad that you chose that from a young age. Like, oh my gosh, I am capable of such creators. Things. So before that, the very first thing that ever happened to us. Now, most people, I might ask that question. Most people might like think of like, what did I, you know, cry coming out of my mother's womb? Did I, you know, is it a trauma? Is it a memory? Like you said, all of these traumas and things started to come up for you as soon as you tuned in. You're like, well, four years old. I remember this. Then all these things happened. Well, the very first thing that ever happened to us is that we were created perfectly. Right. That's it. Right. We were created perfectly. So what happened next was stories. Like we took sure. on stories, no. we took on hurt, we took on ideas about who we're supposed to be and then time continued to pass, mm-hmm. which concreted it into our system and our programming. So you and I had a mini conversation about some of what I do in my subconscious reprogramming that's pre seven years old is what you took on. Like 80% of what you're doing right now is pre seven. It's what you felt, heard and learned. It's not at all what your logistical mind had any ability to take on. So what I just spelled out for you, stories, uh, what did I say, hurt, ideas, and time, that's shit. We took on shit. So we were perfect, beautiful, divine beings of light, created perfectly, and from the moment we're born, it's like, this is your race, this is your identity, this is your religion, this is your, and we took on stories of how you said even men and women have to be in this confusing process of how we have to show up. So if we wipe all that away, right, and and I just said, what's really true right now, sitting here right now? Are you, you know, breathing in and out effortlessly, right? You're creating effortlessly the sun's shining. It didn't struggle to shine today. It's gorgeous. We're in gorgeous San Diego and beautiful paradise, right? Mm -hmm. Birds are singing out shot outside. The grass is growing. Nature and creation does not struggle. Creation doesn't struggle. It happens effortlessly. So right now, just sitting here, you are literally 37.2 trillion unique cells. More than that with your own voice box. Your own fingerprints, your own toe prints, your own perceptions, your own unique gifts, everything, right? That is how fucking unique we are. Mm -hmm. We are literally miracles. And yet, there's no one in the entire universe that's like you. That's how unique we are. So, when you think of it that way, you're like, would you say that you're worthy? Are you worthy? (laughs) And yet, we we distort it and somehow we're in some comparison game. Like, you're like, oh, how do I have to be compared to another man? what the fuck? Comparison is the (laughs) thief. I've got a mouth on me for this passion. Comparison is the thief of all joy. It is the thief of all joy. So you were created perfectly. And all of a sudden you start with these stories of comparison. But the truth is right now, even if you just tune in, you're, you're having feelings, right? So you have thoughts in your head, Their thoughts are being transmitted out. You have words that you're speaking. That's going out. You have feelings and energy vibrating from your body right now. You are literally sitting here creating right now effortlessly. So if you're that unique and that amazing and that powerful that you can sit and be creating without even trying, why in the fuck would we think that we have to settle or sacrifice or make it hard? Why would we if, – if we knew we are that worthy and that capable, what would you be experiencing?
1: I know, I know why for me. Uh-huh. I know why because mm-hmm. I – for most of my life, I was raised as a martial artist. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a reincarnated samurai. Mm-hmm. Like I actually got clear on that through many mm-hmm. medicine journeys mm-hmm. and through the obviousness of my life. Mm-hmm. I realized like, oh, well, oh my God, wait a minute. I actually – that is me and right. i was born in the wrong time. Yeah. And so for me i actually got a lot of my validation, a lot of my pride mm-hmm. and a lot of my like um yeah, like a gratification yeah. from a job well done. Yeah. And so the way that that looked like for me, mm-hmm. um, especially cuz i was an overachiever, yeah. didn't have a father, whatever the story was, yeah. so i had to Rise! I couldn't just be like a professional athlete; like I had to be the cream of the crop. I had <laughs> yeah. to be the one yeah. percent
0: elite. Perfectionist identity, totally. Elite. So, oh like, the
1: harder you yeah. I worked, the more I struggled, the more yeah. I pushed, and yep. all that. Like, yeah. it it reinforced my sense of identity. Yeah.
0: And notice your whole body language when you were talking yeah. that way was contracting. Totally. And yeah. Ugh and on and, and hard. Yeah. This is what we're trained in. Yeah. The energy that is a man-made energy. There's only two two existing energies, which is either <laughs> love. Yeah. So think about it. Love is acceptance of all things. Yes. There's no, well, I'll love it when I'm happy, sure. but I'll, I'll, I won't love anger or sadness, or I won't love this thing. Love is acceptance of all things. And love is the energy of creation, which is curiosity, wonderment, excitement. Oh, I wonder, and how could I create this? And it's like curious and, and it's looking, your mind looks for solutions and it finds it. But then what most of us are operating out of is fear-based energy, lack, scarcity, worry. Like you just said, it's like, I think I have to show up this way to be good enough. And so you keep struggling. That energy is scarcity. It's lack. It's rejection. It's fight. It's hard. And living in that energy, all you are creating is blocking everything from receiving. It's not saying I'm worthy to receive. Mm it's saying I I've chosen it has to be hard so I keep creating sabotage and things to be hard and you know whether you push through an injury or you know you got to be the last one there and the first one there and prove yourself and you literally break your body to prove that you're the best thing ever so that what someone can say you're the best thing ever and and validation comes from outside of you that tells you how broken we are and how disconnected we are from the truth and the light that we're effortless so So let's go back to the question you asked me, right? Of awesomeness. Yes. And this is why my my message for people is if, if you are not experiencing awesomeness in every aspect of your life... It's just from internal blocker, barrier or disconnect that you've chosen to take on. Mm-hmm. It's actually, life is as easy or as hard as we want to make it. Mm-hmm. Life is meant to be effortless because we are effortless creators. So people always say, and I, you know, I, I manifest like a motherfucker. I do. Because I'm so in tune to how I'm aligned to operate from like the feelings that we've disconnected from, you know, you and I started this conversation where it's like, Say for instance, at two years old, you get pushed on the playground, and you go running up to your parent. And what what do you experience? What most likely happened?
1: Uh, running up to a parent, yeah, like, crying. Oh, oh, you see. know,
0: got pushed on the playground. Yeah,
1: like like I don't know, maybe panic or just fear or. Um
0: uh, shock. You're feeling all this emotion yeah. and you run up to a parent and they're like, it's okay. okay, Or, yeah, I see. you know, it's like, what's
1: wrong. Uh, yeah, That right? was a funny one that you had mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Like the distinction of what's wrong opposed to what do you feel yes. that caught me? I was like, Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. It's, it's, it's subtle, but it's actually really powerful. Yeah. It's, it's just your, your vocabulary. Because mm-hmm. when it, the way I heard that was what's wrong is like, it's almost, um, it's inquiring, but it's dismissive mm. of what's actually happening.
0: So what it actually trains us to do from the time we're little is to believe emotions are A bad wrong. and wrong. Yeah. Right. So, so Got they it. say, what's wrong? You're expressing emotion. You're expressing yourself. You're being heard. You're being big. You're taking up space. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> calm yeah. down, calm down, calm down. Yeah. Right? Mm. So shut it down. Be quiet. You're fine. Um, you know, it's like, what's wrong. You're experiencing an emotion and this yeah. is where now let's think about this. If we're yeah. of course, and this is why I say the way that we're, actually meant to operate where so many people are blocking why they can't manifest an awesome relationship and love and and rock and body. I mean, you know, I'm I'm shredded Ronnie, right? Like I'm shredded and millionaire and all these things because internally I'm connected to like, of course I'm worthy of this. And this is how I'm meant to operate. So it's like we have, most people are disconnected from that because they have this belief system of either, or I can either have this or I can have that. But because they don't <laughs> understand, we can have everything, right? So let's say, for instance, like one of my favorite quotes oh, is by Einstein. And he mm-hmm. says, um, mm-hmm. "He says no problem can ever be solved from the same state in which it was created. So think about this. Now, you, surface self-empowerment tells us, just say the thought, just say the affirmation, right? So let's make something as simple as the body. Someone might be like, have 50 pounds of shed or whatever it is. And they're like, I'm just going to say that for I'm six pack abs. Well, what happens internally when you say I'm six pack abs and you're 50 pounds or a hundred pounds or 30 pounds or whatever overweight. Yeah. And you've struggled with your body your whole life is your internal body goes, fuck you. You are not. Yeah. Uh, uh-uh, that's not true. Remember all the times you failed at the diet and you never did this and you know, and, and there's a reason why will create the sabotage, to prove it right. It could be that the belief system is I'm unsafe as a woman. It could be that I'm going to cheat. It could be that I'm going to be attacked by men. It could be that I'm too seen by other people and that scares me because I'm afraid I'll be seen and rejected or judged mm. or whatever. Yeah. All the internal bullshit is, is what keeps us from, is what we feel to be true. So we feel it to be true. Notice when, when you first said about life is meant to be effortless and I said, now if people hear that. Would they really feel that to be true? Yes. I didn't say would they think that to mm. be true because most likely their mind it doesn't can reflect the
1: conditions in which they live their life. Yeah,
0: but the feeling in your body tells you what's going on. Right. So if we say the affirmation and we do that, I'm going to just say yeah. my goals and intentions I'm going to mm. say those things, but literally internally, our body is like, ah, uh, ah. Uh, yeah, it will. It only reaffirms the limiting belief, and it actually. Keep it just that's what expands so we got to find that so so there's simple things that we can start with like finding a way something that you can believe to be true now let's say for instance. The, the person that has, you know, wants six pack abs and wants to be in health, we get to break down the, the, the beliefs and the barriers as to why they're not allowing themselves to live in the behaviors to create that as their experience. Cause when you're like, when you literally believe you're worthy, I'm like, of course I work out every day. It feels awesome and I love it and I'm right. worthy of it. And it's not hard. I'm not fighting food, all the stuff that I do with even the associations of food, etc. It's just like, oh this is what I'm seeking. How do I give that to myself?
1: And you may be one one distinction that I'm I'm getting from what you're saying, it brought up this whole thing of how I just remember I just realized like working out three times a day, yeah. hours each time, waking up at four thirty in the morning yeah. I actually loved it. Mm-hmm. So it was like most people here when I talk about that, people are like, I can see them being like, oh, my God, like that sounds like the, mo- the most difficult thing ever. Mm-hmm. And maybe for them it is because it's not part of their pattern. But for mm-hmm. me, because of myself, it was part of my self-identity. Mm-hmm. It was part of my standards. Yeah. And it was just joy. Yeah. Like, yeah, there were some mornings when it was like. I was tired, but mm-hmm. I knew there was that knowledge of the pattern. Like if I just got in my car, I start driving, it's mm-hmm. dark out. Mm-hmm. And I, there was this thing that would come over me of mm-hmm. like excited to get onto the basketball court mm-hmm. or to go to the gym or whatever mm-hmm. I was doing mm-hmm. because it was, I felt in alignment. So it was like, yeah, I'm about to go do hard work realistically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. However, I'm not experiencing it as hard. Yeah. I mean, there were times when I almost threw up as my coach is pushing yeah. me so hard, and yet there was also this thing in me that loved it. Yeah. So it wasn't so what I'm getting yeah. from what you just said is that um, it's the internal feeling. So there, you could realistically, in, um, you know, the conditions in which you're experiencing something could be challenging, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you don't necessarily have to take it as. It's hard. Well,
0: even, even you realizing Mm -hmm. no one's holding a gun to your fucking head. That's right. Right. You're making a choice. You are the powerful creator of your world, like life. And so there's these different stages that I talk about of, you know, life of of getting to this place where we go from just even the powerful creator to life happening through us where it is effortless. But let's bring it back to like what we were saying where with the the person that says they want six pack abs, Mm. if they don't believe that literally you'll feel heaviness in your body. So lies always feel heavy. Cause they're not true.
1: Then, right, Truth
0: like, always feels light. So it so, feels like so, we're
1: lying to ourselves. Yeah.
0: So even when you're like, my dad didn't love me, my dad mm-hmm. left me and it feels heavy. That's because most likely it's not true. Could it absolutely be true that your dad didn't oh, love you? So we can go down and break through like the I actual see. experience. I'll give you, I'll give you an example. Remind Please. me the body connection to this, but say for instance, if the person who wants six pack abs, they know they want to be healthy. Can they believe, you know, I'm stronger every day. I'm healthy every day. They could believe that. And they could be focusing on an inch at a time to shift the beliefs and the patterns and to get to that place. But see, our society doesn't. We're so trained in this perfectionist identity of the big picture, all or none. We're like big picture. So you and I were talking about how, why I believe surface self-empowerment doesn't work. 19 out of 20 people fell at getting what they want. 98% mm. stop after two to three tries mm. because they're just like, they, they they look at the big picture. So for me, I was a $2 an hour waitress mm. after I found out I had a cheating husband. I had two kids to feed that were one and four years old, 10 bucks to my money, right? <sighs> And I was like, I'm going there. I'm looking up going, I'm going to an epic life, an epic fucking fantastical life. Now, as in that place, could I have imagined how to do it? I mean, from body issues to, you know, like struggling. I grew up on a farm where we were always poor, like massive money issues, um, stalkers, rape attempts, kidnappers. I had a heart attack. I had breast cancer. I had, you know, tons of sicknesses and diseases. Cause my dad was always sick. And I believe the body was a fight and a battle. All these beliefs and programs I took on, this is why they're doing a documentary of, my Life, they're like holy fuck, Marcy. Your life is way more traumatic than most people know. But the point being is that if, until I in that place with all those issues, if I tried to look up, I just I couldn't move. I would have been like, I don't know how, I can't do it. So I always tell people, look the fuck down. The next inch. So our society says all or none. Our society has trained us to go, well, if I don't know how it's going to work out and you know that it's going to be perfect and I'm not going to be judged or rejected or that this is going to work. I can't move. So I always use the analogy. Like I love this analogy. Pretend you're getting on a roller coaster and you're about to get on the roller coaster, but you're looking at it through. Again, there's only two energies. You can see it out of fear. Or you can see it out of love energy, which is creation energy, faith energy. You're looking at it out of fear, which is lack, scarcity, worry, and you're like, I don't know what's around the bin and up over this hill and around the corner who I'm going to meet and what my message is going to be and how it's going to turn out so you don't get on the fucking ride. Or you can look at it through curio- like love energy, creation energy, knowing like, okay, cool, I'm excited to see what's up over this hill and around the bin and who I get to meet and what my message will become and who I get to work with and who, you know, who I'll connect with and how it will work out. And it's just like climbing a mountain. If we take a step we we turn around we can see a little bit more of the view then we take another step and then it's guided to like like you and I interacting right how funny was it we were messaging the other day on this and i'm driving down the street and i'm like right and then we right? see
1: each other yeah that is right? so like
0: even the, just the <laughs> flow of life and literally entities. how it just shows up for you when you're taking the step because again then now we're in faith energy we're saying i'm worthy this is what i'm focused on and the next thing shows up and then the next thing shows up and then so now i'm here being a multimillionaire having you know, my passion purpose that I get to just live a fuck yes life. And that's what I teach people to do, helping game changers massively shift their internal so that they can assist other people. And I was a $2 an hour waitress with less than 10 bucks to my name, just going, how am I going to feed my kids and paying a person to sleep on my couch at night so I could work nights as a mom because I had to go, okay, put my head down. What's the next inch. And when you take it an inch at a time, you look up and you've gone a mile. But when we we operate out of the way that we've been conformed to and trained, we are literally operating out of and against everything we've been designed to operate in. Pure ease and flow and love and grace and effortless and fully worthy, allowing and loving ourselves. That's why I tell people I'm like the best business – any strategy in business will work when you're internally aligned to receive.
1: That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. I want to – you can see that I'm tearing up right now, mm-hmm. so I, I want to. What's coming up for me is um, the audience may not have caught this, but it hit me very clearly because I've been talking. Everything you're saying, I talk about in some mm-hmm. element or another, mm-hmm. which is really amazing. It's it's confirming in some yeah. way. But one thing you said hit home for me in a conversation I was having. Um, my my uncle recently committed suicide, um, and it came out of nowhere yeah. because he was somebody that. I had seen struggle. He was like the popular guy in high school and, and had all the, the female attention. and But then mm-hmm. he went into a place of, you know, as many people in that position do, of, of alcoholism and, and their life goes into off yeah. track. So I had seen him struggle in his life. But then recently... And the last year I saw him overcome that mm. through, you know, going to, to, um, alcohol anonymous groups and getting his life back together. And it was so inspiring mm-hmm. and I felt so, so great for him. And, and so long story short, it came out of nowhere when it happened, mm-hmm. when my mom texts me and, or called me and said, Hey, you know, uh, you know, your uncle, he drove off a cliff and yeah. he, was in, he was on drugs and, and, and basically he's not going to make it through the night. Yeah. And um, I remember the moment I literally, I was on the phone, I was in between working and a tear stro- comes down my eye mm. and I say, okay, I need to go get off the phone and process this. So I hang up the phone, take a couple deep breaths and literally tune it out. Mm-hmm. It was weird. It was like I've seen so much death in my life, and I just – at that moment, I didn't know – I didn't even know what I was hearing. Yeah, I tuned it out, went back to my computer, and just literally started working again mm-hmm. as if I didn't hear it. Mm-hmm. And so I think what's coming up for me in this moment, and I'm, I'm finalizing this point that, you, that within what you just said, because what you just said is so much more profound than a lot of people might get. So I really want to drive this is that mm-hmm. – it literally can be the difference between life or death because yeah. in in a situation where i had been trying to understand what would propel somebody or compel somebody to take their own life especially when someone has a 17 year old daughter has yeah. a family that loves them blah 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 it's not like he didn't have these things mm-hmm. so i would try to understand like okay I'm probably never going to really understand this, but Mm -hmm. for the sake of trying to understand the human condition, Mm -hmm. why? Yeah. So what I came to was this just distinction that I don't know what caused that, Mm -hmm. but I bet you the opposite of what would cause somebody to do that is curiosity Mm -hmm. and fascination Mm -hmm. In a general inquisitiveness yeah. about life. Yeah. And so within what you just said yeah. was this like, what if we could approach life with curiosity yeah. and, and fascination? Like a three-year-old. Yeah.
0: Our subconscious mind reacts like a three-year-old. And this yeah. is why I teach people literally how to implement the, the tools to create – to create the different beliefs and the patterns and the programs and all these things. And so it's like when we're, so notice like, let's say for instance, uh, you know, you're a three year old or six year old you're little right. Pre seven is again, when we took on all our programming and you think there's monsters under the bed. And to you, it is so it's very so real. real. Like yeah. my son, my youngest is an empath. He feels everything to such a great degree, mm. beautiful gift. Mm. And I've been telling that's awesome. That's amazing. He, the other day was like, my friends made fun of me, they said I'm too sensitive mm-hmm. and that I'll just cry. And so to not talk. And I was like, I had to reaffirm from that is such a beautiful gift that they don't have knowing that their mm. feelings guide them and they'll tell you what to do and where to go. And our society does opposite, shut down your feelings. Uh-huh. So let's say for instance, You, you've had this issue. Let's say for instance, like with my son, it can be the same thing we're working through for a while. And, 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 you know, mom and dad come in and they're like, there's not fucking monsters under the bed. And they scream at you. Yeah. How do you, do you feel more safe? <laughs> <laughs> no, probably like, do uh, you, do, do you feel heard? And like, yeah. there's no monsters under the bed and you're good to go to bed. No, you feel more scared. And that's literally yeah. what we're doing. We're taking these limiting beliefs and we're screaming at ourselves. We think we're fighting our ego, which ego we're throwing the ego and everything that's dark about us, the things we don't accept all of our bad. Ex- we, what we claim to be bad experiences or we shame into the closet. Shame is the lowest vibrating energy that yeah. exists. So if you're holding on to anything yep. with, Shame, you're literally blocking manifesting and receiving anything, but all that you shut it in a closet, and it's banging on the door, like "Let me out, let me out, let me out." It just and you, what happens when you open the door? Light comes in, darkness becomes light. And if you just said to your ego, "What are you feeling? <laughs> What's going on? Where's the thought coming from? Where? Why are you feeling this way?" it just wants to be heard because it literally is the ego is there based out of your creation what you chose you deserve what you're worthy of what you believe it's there going i'm just trying to support you motherfucker will you listen and the moment you listen to it and you make it your partner it actually is like there's nothing to fight so my point being if we talk to even even now if we walked in and your and your 6 year old is like i'm so scared there's monsters and then you're like oh sweetness Aw, you think there's? If you feel scared because there's monsters under the bed, should we look under the bed? Yes, let's look right. under the bed. Let's look in the closet. Let's open it up. Why are you thinking that? Where did that thought come from? And we break it down. All of a sudden, it's no longer true. We feel heard. We feel safe. So, I mean, it's so funny, yet it's so easy. How everything that we're meant to do, I always say to people that the you know the only thing that if I could give you one thing, because people are like, Oh Marcy, you got this and this results. Just tell me the one thing I gotta do. I'm like, you know what? Behind all of it, you're only if if you accepted everything you ever were or experienced and loved everything you ever have ever experienced and everything about you now, if you loved everything, that is the only, the only job I could ever give you Mm. to give you that peace. Because Mm. that's why I say love is acceptance of all things Mm. until we even go into the closets. I found when I did some crazy stuff in in the jungles, because a lot of the deep stuff that I do, I found that I was holding on to shame from when I was four years old oh, at four years yeah. old. I was so, I, I mean, I literally was like, I'm ugly. I'm stupid. I didn't want to be seen. I remember going to school and wanting an invisible bubble around me. And I literally like, I had took on all the, the responsibility of my family from my dad being sick to, we lived on the farm. We didn't have food to survive. And, and I took all that on. And I didn't know that there was still that shame I was holding on. And when I mm-hmm. actually saw it out of love and light, I saw this, be- I was like, Oh, sweetness. Oh, you're such a beautiful little father. Fo- year old. You were such a beautiful little girl and you took that on. Oh, and I saw it out of beauty that I took those things on to become who I am now, to give me the experiences I've had. Even if I, I look at and I talk about my, my former, I call my former, my ex, most people call him their ex. I call my former because it's a positive energy. For cheating on me. And I see it as like, you know, maybe it was in heaven or, you know, you could call it hub between universes or lifetimes or whatever resonates for you. And it's all light up there. It's like rainbows and unicorns and pixie dust. And it's beautiful, right? We're all beings of light. We don't know anything different because that's what we are. And, and up there, I was like, I'm like, I really want to understand what is forgiveness? What is ultimate or unconditional forgiveness. What does that even look like? What's the journey to it? What does it feel like? How do you even get there? And my former was one of my best beings, buddies of light that was like, you know what? I will take on a different vibration, a darker vibration, which is just vibration. Mm. That's why like, there's nothing to even be afraid of. with dark darkness is just a different vibration than light. See, but if we accept and understand it for what it is, there's nothing to fight. And so it's like, I'll do that for you. I'll give you that experience that gave me the gifts I had to become who I am. So how could mm-hmm. I, would I be here today if he didn't do that? No, right. I would not be here today. So how could I ever shame that experience mm-hmm. or think even cheating is bad or wrong, but not see how even any characteristic that I judge in someone else, it's because I haven't accepted it in myself. Mm-hmm. Like I, every single one of us is, is, uh, every cell that we have is, has the components of the universe. So literally just, if you even said, you know, I, I just can't agree with murderers. I couldn't agree with, you know, child abusers or whatever it is. Well, have you ever squashed a bug? you're a murderer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, if you were in the right circumstance, mm-hmm. if I was, you know, locked in a basement, could I murder to escape? Yes. If my kids Absolutely. were at risk, Absolutely. could I murder? Absolutely. Totally. Yeah. I have that characteristic within me. Oh, and if I was in the right circumstance, of course I do. So it's like when we understand and we bring it back to, so like when you were talking about your, your uncle, mm-hmm. I really resonate with this. It's interesting as we're going down this, this, um, how we're meant to operate my little 14 year old nephew committed suicide mm. It's probably about six months ago maybe nine months ago now it was interesting wow. how in this last year the download I had was like it's time to serve the masses and everything has just shown up to now give my gifts to the entire world from you know low level online stuff etc and I had just created these I just felt inspired I created these freedom audios which were like based on how we're meant to operate it's so effortless and how we're all meant to be different and express and be heard and be seen and you know be like comparison is just ridiculous but That's what we consider normal. We consider normal scarcity, lack, you know, holding back, wearing a mask, all these things. And I'd, I had um, done these audios and we were thinking about releasing them. And then it was interesting. It was uh, Sunday night. My boys and I were actually filling out. They were like using their, we had a lock glass formula, which is like a, the, the base formula to create awesomeness in every aspect of your life. And we were making our goals for the week with our lock glass formula. And we just did a video talking about how we're, you know, we're like, I mean, my kids are now 13 and 10. That was, you know, they were around 12 and nine. I think when, when my little nephew, um, committed suicide, but they were just excited to, you know, share. Cause we, we have lots of parents and kids that even watch, you know, and, and learn stuff from them. And we're about to release this video about us just having a rock in life, creating a rock in life. And also I get the message that my 14 year old nephew committed suicide. And I'm thinking my son, my oldest is 12 and he's 14. And I'm just like, again, like you, like your my your mind is just like, how could this, how, how, what, what? And as I got the details, it was like, everyone couldn't believe it. They didn't understand because my, my, my aunt, um, and her son that committed suicide and his brothers were just out having dinner and laughing and having a good time. They took him to the house. She dropped him off so she could go pick up his other brother or take him to his car, came back 20 minutes later and he was hung in his closet. No note, nothing. And it's like, How could this, they were so happy and having a good time. How could he commit suicide? And then more information comes out that, you know, he was teased at school. See, but his parents never knew this because again, and this is what it lit my fire to be like, this is why people need to know how they're meant to operate. We're shutting down how we're designed. And you can imagine this energy is just so heavy. So let's say, for instance, with your uncle, maybe in his mind, he thought he was the biggest burden to his family. Yeah. He was like, I he, maybe it, for him, it was out of love that he chose that decision for him that he felt like maybe it wasn't for him relief, it was for saving his family. You just, it's like, until we are in someone's shoes, so how could we even deem suicide yeah. as bad, right? Yeah. Like, And people might be like, that's horrible, that's wrong, suicide's awful. But what I what came up for me when my 14-year-old Nephew committed suicide. Is I was like, oh my gosh, there's so many kids out there that haven't been taught like my kids, you know, because of my journey that, you know, they're meant to say, I notice I feel this way and this is why and express and be heard and be seen. And I was shut down from the time I was little. I was raised Mormon LDS, you know, totally like you have to be in a straight lace line. God judges everything. You're good or bad. It was like very anal, you know, be, uh, wear a mask. And so I what I felt inspired to do was just release those audios for free to the public. Um and I had I just did a big big long video saying this is what came you know this happened and for me the inspiration is how can I affect people that are dealing with they're on edge with whether it's kids or teenagers that are you know feeling like they want to commit suicide or adults and I just said hey if you're someone who's dealing with this or have family or you want this I'll give it to you. And I Hundreds and thousands of people that we gave the links to, which you know, you know, is on, I told you, is on marcelockmentoring.com mm-hmm. now for people. Um, just because it literally is such a core game changer to go, oh my gosh, this is how I'm meant to operate. And I've been blocking it and making it so hard. And it can be through these things that, I mean, and I think, well, maybe, you know, maybe it, I, I can't assume as to, to what the reason ever would be for my little sweet nephew to commit suicide. I know his parents chose that his brothers chose that he chose that he chose what he wanted his experience to be because that was the life lesson he wanted to learn. And we're all these divine, you know, innately given things. And I was like, even for me that it influenced me that I did that. And it, I mean, I had so many people message me and say that saved my life. I was about to commit suicide to, you know, I gave it to my brother who was on the verge of suicide to, I gave it to my 16 year old daughter who talks about it all the time. You know, Mm. it's like, who knows? But that was a purpose. Mm. It happened for a reason. So see, but with these experiences that we have in life, instead of us seeing them out of curiosity, like when often we look at it from all these different angles, you and I are like, hmm, could be, could be, we don't know. And when we just go, ooh, interesting, what would that look like? So I'll give in a let's let's shift to something that's more of a happy way, right? <laughs> that this, this happens. Mm-hmm. I told you that this year what came up for me was it's time to serve the masses. I was mm. literally just sitting there and something was like, It's time to serve the masses. And I was like, Huh, interesting what does that look like? Mm-hmm. And I asked the question. Now you are such a genius from within, not to mention all the things around you and the energy around you to support us. And whatever we ask, no. you know, I always say there's like angels just flying above you with like buckets of gold and like gifts for you, but we never ask and <laughs> we never focus on what we want. So it's like, Oh, waiting till you actually say, this is what you want that I can give it to you. Instead, we're like focusing on the worry and the rejection and the fear. Right. Yeah. So I asked that question, and all of a sudden a thought came up um, to contact this this girl that had been in my program years ago, like back when I did it in gyms, and I you know had like a, a program in Utah. And if my human brain was involved, it would have been like, well, why would I call her, and what would she think, and da 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 da, because she did like network marketing at the time. Well, I didn't, I mean, I was just like, Oh, okay. I literally pick up my phone and I'm like, because I'm just like, I believe in this divine guidance. This I'm operating a lot of life happens through me to give me everything effortlessly. So I just message her and she's like, she's like, Hey, yeah, I'd love to chat with you. And she's like, I'm open right now. Literally got on the phone within 10 minutes. I had a million dollar deal on the table that was not about the money. It was the idea. So as I, she's just like, "What's up?" I'm like, hmm, "Just feeling the inspiration. It's time for me to serve the masses." Felt like I got to connect with you. She's like, "You're kidding me!" She'd gone from doing network marketing to now running uh, health, um, running the the health programs for massive corporations in like China and all over and she's like your program changed my life and obviously the surface of my program you and I were talking about how people can see me from a surface aspect like oh my gosh she's ripped and she's, ta- she's a nutrition fitness expert talking about how you break through the blocks and sabotage she- I want the body and they think they want the body I'm yep. like come here sweetness it's okay yeah, 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 yeah. come on it's okay we'll, we'll take you down the, the, the why you want the body is just out of validation and not mm. love for yourself and, and when you go through the internal game you're going to get the body and the money and the relationships and everything else so her being like we could implement your your at-home program, your online program into these huge corporations. And here's the idea. The corporation go, yay, we got, we got something that's going to teach people how to, how to the nutrition, the fitness and how to break through their blocks to, to keep it. It's going to save the money. But what's the real purpose behind that? All these people, hundreds of thousands of people that get to go through my system of the internal game to then find their love and their light and like know how to operate and to, to operate out as a powerful, amazing being. How much is that going to shift the vibration of the planet? Yes. Right. And that gave me the idea of, Oh my gosh, it's corporate wellness corporate wellness. And we're about to go into launching with the, one of my personal clients is one of the biz, biggest businesses in the world and having their, their actual employees in corporation. We're going to test with my online program and then be able to take it out to customers too. And so it's like, here's, and all this started from like, it's time to serve the masses. And then the next thing shut up and the next thing shut up. And now like, you know, I felt inspired to finally do my book. That's just for me. And you know, uh, someone says, I want to do a documentary of your life. Like, you know, the amazing Ron Lynch. It was just like, Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. See how effortless it shows up. There's no struggle or hard or try when we're actually in tune and aligned to go, well, of course, I'm a divine being of light. Of course, I'm worthy to receive. This is what I want. And I just mm-hmm. keep focusing on that an inch a time. I'm feeling peaceful and good and in flow. If something, and I actually, in that freedom audios, if your peeps want to go to and get it, mm-hmm. I actually teach, um, what is my tool that I teach people in like the five steps to overcome the the sabotage the heaviness the lies and break through that in the moment to then move forward and be a creator so we're not just operating subconsciously reacting with our old programs or patterns or identity we're actually creating new patterns and beliefs and programs we're moving towards what we want which you know then creates a new neural pathway in your mind and it becomes the path of ease Mm -hmm. and it becomes your norm so now fucking fantastical is my norm And yet I came from a life of raised on a farm, money was hard, the body was a fight, diseases were normal, you know, relationships, love doesn't last, it's untrusting, it's unconditional, all those things to like I can't even imagine operating in that space because that's not my reality anymore. Mm -hmm. But we have to start taking responsibility of what we're speaking, what we're thinking, what we're feeling to realign and remember that back at the core, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm a unique, beautiful being of light, that's all I am.
1: I wanna take it back to one of the things you said probably about twenty minutes ago <laughs> about no and, and I and this is amazing, amazing stream of consciousness, and I'm picking up every little every little data bit and um you you were talking about something, I talk about this all the time, mm-hmm. and it's this idea of all or nothing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And this idea of you know, people ask me all the time, like, "How did you write your books?" And mm-hmm. it's like, it's almost like it's it's like hard to respond because of how obvious the answer is. It's mm-hmm. like, well, I <laughs> a word one at a word time and one word and <laughs> another word, and I go, I walk people through. It's probably going to turn yeah. out to be some kind of creative program, actually yeah. educating people on the, this process mm-hmm. um, because of how many times I get asked the question. Yeah. And to me, it's like, well. It's it's obvious, but now I realize, like, okay, but we aren't necessarily trained in the obviousness of yep. life. We're trained in the complexity. Yep. And there's a scientific principle called Occam's razor, mm-hmm. which is the simple route is usually the right one. Mm-hmm. And for me, the simplicity of that particular example is, like, well... I I might have an idea. I might, there might be a nonlinear thing, but ultimately what I do is I get on my computer, I open my program mm-hmm. and I'll usually play with a title is mm-hmm. that'll create a context. Mm-hmm. And then from there it's this, you know, mm-hmm. there's a, there's a lot there, right. But it's the most, it's just one thing at a time, yeah. literally. And I'm not trying to, um, and I'm just as guilty of this as anyone mm-hmm. in other areas of mm-hmm. my life. Mm-hmm. Um, where I might sabotage myself because it's like, well, I'm not over here. I'm not making twenty thousand dollars a month, so mm. therefore, I'm just gonna I'm gonna ignore the that piece mm. and just focus on My this piece line where you're yeah, yeah, yeah. so in
0: control and yeah. being validated. <laughs> like going to the
1: gym for me because I because yeah. that's super yeah, validating. Easy, right? That's easy. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like what you're saying is inspiring me mm. again and re- making me re- ha- allowing me to realize again that. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. Mm -hmm. And there is some kind of spiritual principle that if I just put the magnifying glass on the thing that I've been avoiding and just take the easiest step Mm -hmm. moving forward, Mm -hmm. it will actually create a gateway Mm -hmm. of
0: ease. Well, so there's there's um, probably something that comes up as a uh, bringing some assistance to look at even closer is there's a reason why you feel resistance. Yes. Right. And so actually if you just try to force yourself to just, Mm. I'm just going to push through and I'm going to go through the motions and I'm just going to do this and I'm going to take the first step you're actually sabot. you You're going to sabotage yourself because your mm-hmm. ego mind is like, you can't fucking force me. And, and you're literally yes. like the energy is, so I just got to force. So you just claim through that energy mm-hmm. that, that there has to be something to come up to sabotage mm-hmm. it or that it has to be hard. So so, let's pay attention to that.
1: Before we take that step, mm-hmm. let's look. Let's even at, go.
0: What, what What am I feeling? So I talk wow. about my five steps. Is really like, what yeah. am I feeling? Like, what am I? Why am I feeling resistance right here? You might have some programming around money that says, uh, uh-uh, you're a bad person if you're you're receiving money for this because you're so in tune spiritually. A lot of spiritual leaders and and, and people want to think that you know, if I accept money, I'm devaluing this. But think about it. Can you actually serve the world if you can't even take care of yourself?
1: I, I have a I have a some kind of weird story that mm-hmm. I need to look at a little more mm-hmm. that has some belief around how it has to happen mm-hmm. for me it's not and I don't know I'm hoping other people can relate to this mm-hmm. but I, I have an idea like I know the fact that mm-hmm. wealth is my part of my destiny because mm-hmm. of the things that propel me the impulses mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. for my life all require mm-hmm. that however I have some weird story around how that actually has yeah. to happen
0: yeah so what's interesting. <laughs> Is so first off, money is simply a reflection of how much value you're giving the world. And how much you love yourself. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting you'll find all these people that Mm -hmm. they have such amazing gifts to give and they wonder Mm -hmm. why they can't get the so-called leads or the clients or the people or the opportunities or the things, or they attract these huge opportunities that always fall through. Because that's because they don't love themselves enough to say, I'm worthy to receive and I'm worthy to be seen and heard. The more I say that the greater you're expressing and being seen and heard, all so think about all these people are looking for you. And the moment you raise your hand, you're like, hey, so because Ronnie I am, I'm the greatest proof of this I still to this day have never done one paid ad or target marketing I, I'm only done organic Facebook and I've made millions a month and it all it stems from me just being like hey this is who the fuck I am and I'm willing to be seen I'm willing to be heard and they're like oh there you are now I and so people literally have a hard time getting into my programs because I told you we're so very much in honor of it's got to be a fuck yes fit on both sides and people understanding what I do. So so here it is with this this idea that if you think okay I has to look this way. Now notice the universe is trying to bring it to you in so many different comparison. ways.
1: that's what it So is. many
0: ways the universe is trying to bring this to you. And you're like, nope. So funny story. This reminds me of a funny story where it's like yeah. there's like, and you might have heard this one where there's like this guy there's this huge flood in his town and he's like, water's rising and he's praying to God. He's like, God, please save me. I know you'll save me. I trust you. I believe you. You'll save me. Please save me. And a boat comes along and they're like, get in the boat. And he's like, no, no, no. God's gonna save me. And and he, yes. so he <laughs> climbs to like the, you know, his patio or whatever and like something else comes by and he's like no 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 God's gonna save me then he's on his roof and he's like God please save me God please a helicopter comes down and they're like grab the rope and he's like no God's gonna save me and then he dies yes and he goes to the pearly gates and he's like God what the fuck? He probably didn't say that, but he's like, God, you were going to save me. I, I believed you were going to save me. And God's like, what more do you want? I sent you a helicopter. I sent you a boat. I sent you all these things. You didn't take it. Yes. So see, it's like the universe yes. is literally giving you the slightest. So think about me creating that, that, that idea for corporate wellness, which led to millions and a way that I could serve the world because I simply was heard it's time to serve masses. And I said, Oh, hmm, interesting. What does that look like? And, and it's like, do this. Oh, okay. No judgments or stories. What about this? And it's like, it will come to you in the most insane ways. People are always like, how did you get this person? This company is a personal client. Cause I coach the biggest business in the world. They're literally been listed as the biggest business in the world as my personal clients. And they literally just showed up one day and were on a call with me. Because they went through all the application processes, they did everything everyone else has to do, and ended up being filtered by my team, being like, this is a good fit, they want personal coaching, or they want you know, coaching with you. Didn't even know it was going to be big, high-end personal coaching. I get on the phone, and halfway through the call, they're like, I have to tell you, this is who we are. I'm like, oh, okay. And we did a deal for 500000 an hour, and it was like, that was a big step for me at the time. And it was like, I didn't, I didn't go do some certain strategy yeah, for that. Yeah. I was just fucking being me Yeah. and by being me and the light that I am and knowing that. And so this is why there is a process we get to do a break people through knowing that like to love themselves, to trust themselves, to be fully authentically in themselves, to knowing that when people point the fingers, it's just the mirror of what you're triggering for them and all these truths that make them go, okay, cool. So I just get to choose to focus on what's there for me and allowing that. Cause what you're really saying is you're only worth twenty thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars whatever it
1: is which that part of it is it just just what the weirdness of Mm -hmm. that that's the only word i know it's a weirdness because (laughs) that that idea is such bs Mm -hmm. and i know that so therefore it's it's even counterproductive in its own Mm -hmm. weird kind of entangled way Mm -hmm. because i know that that's such a small number and Mm -hmm. yet i'm not there, I'm like living on each side yeah. of that spectrum. So it's like you
0: can see that you're like, I know someday, you said this, I know someday, this someday wealth yeah. is a part of my creation. Totally. But the challenge is how long do you wait for, want to wait for someday? Because someday is not on the calendar and it's never, yes. right? And so this is what's interesting. Let's take it back to something simple. When I always say to people, like, if you know you want something and you're not moving towards it in some way, you are in some sort of bullshit store, excuse, wow. or validation. So let's say, for instance, even with, um, you know, say that you offer a program. So like when I got my first coach at $15,000, I was a $2 non-waitress with 10 bucks to my name. Now, if I asked my friends and my family, what do they think? What do you think I would have gotten as a response? Right? I knew, I looked around and was like, this is not the life I want. I'm going there. Remember, I'm going to an epic life. Put my head down. So again, now most people, it's funny. I'll get messages from people that'll be like, Oh, you know, you inspire me every day because I'm on Facebook and creating, that's my way to create value to to the masses. And and it's like, you inspire me every day. You made this massive change in my life. And they're like, someday I want to work with you. I just know Mm. I can't afford it right now. Mm. And I'm like, that's interesting. Have you ever even talked to my team? Have you ever applied? Do you even know what we offer? Do you know what the price points are? Have you ever even asked? And they're like, no. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. Right. Like we shut ourselves out before we even find out what's possible. So when I looked at, like, I wanted to work with a coach and like something to, to teach me, obviously what I was doing wasn't working to get something different. I have to do something different. So it's like, I want that. Okay. What would be possible? Right. And it's like, do you take payment plans? Yeah, I do. Okay. Well, what would the first payment plan or first payment be? Right. And I was like, how would I get to create that? And it's literally like, what else can I do? How can I create that? And I mean, from the the little things that I did to go, cool, I did that. Now, do you think I was fucking invested in myself? Now, what's interesting about money is the moment you're first, you get to be in alignment and integrity with money. Mm. If you're not paying someone else that you owe money, you're hiding away from Mm, things. You're out of alignment with money. You can't receive more when you haven't even showed that you can handle And and operate in in alignment with what you've been given, right? And so even to go, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Like now I'm invested in myself to go, I I just said to the universe, I'm worthy. I'm giving myself permission. I'm doing it. And the moment I invest myself and I find a way to do that you turn around and there's money opportunities flowing for money but what's interesting if people look at their situation right now they go I can't because I can't because I don't have the money right now or if it's time if you don't have the money it's probably a good reason why like it's exactly why you need to do something to create different in money right like you you, you can't afford not to basically yeah. you know same thing with like oh they'll, they'll blame it on time or whatever so what you're literally saying to the universe so say for instance I'm like I want to do this program but you know I just don't have the money so even when we go well I'm going to go someday someday I'll do it, I promise you. Not one person who ever told me someday they do my program, they never came back and did it. Not one. Yeah. Like, that's a pretty big statistic of like, because what happens at your internal core when you say someday or down the road, or I'm gonna go earn the money for it, even when you say, I'm gonna go, you know, try to make the money for it, what you said in the moment is, I'm not worthy, I'm not giving myself permission. So you literally just told the universe, I don't want it. I'm not giving myself permission. You said, if I had the money, I'd give myself permission. But because I don't someday later down the road, you just put out to the universe, continue to struggle, make it hard, lack of money. I'm not worthy. Um, you know, and so then if you even go do something to create money, what happens? Something shows up to take that money. Right? Sabotage because you already claimed someday. So we have to bring it down and go, okay, well what's the next inch even? Like if I'm even saying to the universe, I'm worthy, okay, how if I want this, how can I move towards this? What would Mm -hmm. that look like? What's the little step? We're at least saying, Yep, I'm worthy and I'm moving towards it to open up the lines of money. So and, and this is why I say Self-love is the, the greatest business strategy, really. Like, you see, if you follow me, you see, like, last night I had my massage guy here. Like, I do a 90-minute deep tissue, and I do all this stuff, and I'm just like, being in that energy, literally even today, I had a really good friend who's a he's known as one of the world's greatest financial experts. He's one of my best friends. He messaged me. He's like, I've got a trust fund baby that's working with my team and she needs you so bad. He's, and I was like, yesterday I just took the whole day just like loving on myself. And I'm like, see these things always just effortlessly mm-hmm. show up because I'm in the energy to receive. Yeah. I love myself. But when I'm like, Nope, mm-hmm. it has to look this way. I got to work this many hours and do this many things and have it. Did it. Yeah. We're literally shutting off Regiment the universe, giving it to us. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes
1: that's really interesting mm-hmm. yeah so this idea of like people take vacations right to kind of get away and I feel like that, <laughs> yeah and yeah. I feel like this, that's some kind of impulse to do what you're talking about mm-hmm. um, but in a, just an interesting way the way that people have set up their mm-hmm. life right mm-hmm. so I feel like that's that you could take that same kind of idea and maybe find a better word than vacation, but just, just like loving up yourself. Like you can do that in your day to day life. Yeah,
0: exactly though. But what if we started with just cause my lock glass formula, which is the core. And if, if, if anyone goes to dot there's like a free giveaway of my, my lock glass formula. Cause it's such a base. I'm like, these are ways that I found that I could just serve the world mm. and a base foundation. And, mm. and I was sharing something in that group last night and this girl's like, I just, I can't take on this concept of taking care of me. And then it's going to make, you know, I've got so many things to do. When people take care of That it, goes da, da, against da, every right? kind of Again, program. Well, it's just like, <laughs> but think about it. You just said vacation, right? Like, yeah. like we've been trained this way. Yes. You have to take a vacation yes. to take a break from your life. Yes. Like what if your life was fuck yes every day? Or if
1: your life was the vacation, yeah, so to speak, there's,
0: there's, uh, that is like, we're and even when you said earlier about, you know, you'd go to the gym and something shifted and you got excited and oh, you just yeah. like, that's your zone of genius. That's like right. you know, when yes. you're when you're doing with the reason you can write books the way you do and, and, and spew off all this beautiful consciousness is because mm-hmm. that is your genius. That's right. Just like mine. Mm-hmm. Like my books came from people just interviewing me. I was like, <laughs> and I just <laughs> I'm just this vessel of truth that wants to come yes. out that I can't even claim is mine. Mm-hmm. And that's my genius. But if you were asking me to do, like this is why I have a whole team around me, to do like my team is there, I'm like, where am I going? What TV show? Where am I headed? Like I don't know the details and I don't want to, right? Mm-hmm. And so but that's their zone of genius. Yeah. When we're all operating on our zone of genius, notice we feel awesome. Mm-hmm. We're full of light and energy and, and then you're magnified. So if I'm if I'm literally like if all things are that, this is when we're in alignment. So I think I was telling you earlier you know, with um, Einstein, right, where he's like, no problem can be solved from the same stain which it was created. So notice, when we're in alignment, we feel awesome, we're in tune with who we are, and we, we're, like, happy and excited, and we're in, like, an amazing emotion or energy it's like, we're everything's easy. We're happy. But when we're out of alignment, meaning when we're off, we don't, we feel heavy. We we, we're in a different um, emotion. We don't feel good. That's out of alignment. So, but this is what's interesting is we're like striving for the surface thing. Like, Oh, you know, I want to create more money or when I get that with the business, then I can have the relationship and we're striving for this thing or we're making the affirmation intention. And in our core belief, it's like, nah, you're not worthy. You're not good enough. You don't look this way. Do this. You, You know, when you get there, then you'll be good enough. And then it's like, uh, you can see my hands are like, it's yeah. like, it won't align mm-hmm. to be the same in the same path. Yeah. You've got, you're, you're thinking it over here, but you're feeling it over here and it's not connected. No wonder you can't manifest it. Mm. So when we can just bring it back to like, of course, I'm worthy of feeling awesome. So how would you get to design your life that literally you're, re- you're only surrounding yourself with relationships that are awesome. If you're settling or sacrificing or tolerating relationships, that's just a reflection of your own worth. Right. Mm -hmm, Just like, mm -hmm. just like your money game, just like everything else. And when we catch these things, the thing that I'm so passionate about people looking at, is going internal to see why are they making it so hard. Yes. Instead of you going, well I'll just push through. Society, if I was mm-hmm. anybody else, it would be like, yep, just push through just take that next inch. Just do that thing in your business. Just push it. But I'm like, even if you do that, you just did it with an energy of have to and yeah. hard and should and need and scarcity and you're just going to create more resistance and you're not feeling good about it. Mm-hmm. What if we actually mm-hmm. figured out why? What is what is that there? What do we I really want? Where pattern
1: the mm-hmm. behavior yeah. from the inside out opposed yeah. to just cosmetically trying to alter the, the symptom yeah. and this is the basic principle of everything I teach from the health perspective mm-hmm. it's the same exact mm-hmm. principle disease mm-hmm. is a disharmony yep, you got it's it. not this whole allopathic algorithm yep. in pharmaceutical consciousness it's yep. actually an internal yep repatterning of mm-hmm. your self-identity and, and everything else that you're essentially sharing is literally the same translation mm-hmm. yep. to what and, I talk and it's about. The
0: same thing is why you can take on emotion. Yes. Emotion is why we create cancer and totally. any sickness yes. or disease. It's I mean, this is hugely what I'm into and we're looking at like what are the body symptoms? What's your body telling you? It's yep. just an internal emotion that we yep. get to look at and break through. So I'll give you an example that reminded me that I was telling you I'll give you people an example of, of how innately in tune we are as beings. So I, one of my personal clients, she's a famous doctor and she, um, she was, she has a huge practice and she was, um, really upset over something. And I said, so my question to her was, what are you feeling in your body? Mm -hmm. and she's like heaviness in my chest Mm -hmm. and I instantly said what are you really sad about because chest is sadness Mm -hmm. what are you really sad about and what came up for her she's like I don't trust myself Mm -hmm. and as I took her back through the process to find out where that came from we came down to where she was two years old because again like you can be like well you know like you can see things on the surface but everything is between seven years pre seven years old as Mm -hmm. to where the beliefs in the program started so even when we looked at what it came down to at two years old she peed on the floor as a toddler and her dad said something like he got mad cause they were in a public place and she took on, I don't trust my own body. I don't trust myself. Then we could see how that reflected into her entire life experience. The belief system, I don't trust myself. Once we understood that and we reevaluated, we, we took, we saw it through different internal representations. We saw how silly that was. We're like, really, you don't trust yourself because you peed on the floor. Doesn't everybody pee on the floor at two years old. Right. And like, you see it from a different light and realize like, Oh my gosh, I had no validity and you see how it affects your life, now when she would get triggered with that, she'd go, oh, that's right. That's that old, I don't trust myself, ha, ha, ha. And we can make it silly and fun and light because it's like, curiosity as a child. It's like, how does this to be fun and easy? We're like, Oh, okay. So that's why this is coming up and we can feel it. We can honor it. We can work through it To What do I want really? And what's my new belief and perception? What am I going to do right now? So I'm consciously moving forward. And now she doesn't even, she, I mean, someone had asked her, um, cause they'd heard us do some interview and they were like, does that even come up for you anymore? She's like, no, I, that never comes up for me. So you can let go of those limiting things. And again, you can retrain and reprogram and do all these things. But if we don't even actually take that opportunity to look at why we have the blocks and disconnects all we're doing is is reaffirming fighting mm-hmm. and and all these things even created in our body the sicknesses and diseases we have are just from emotions that we never you know gave importance to or never allowed ourselves to hear or feel and the truth is you know when we feel everything we're actually saying i'm worthy of feeling whatever mm. i'm feeling i'm worthy of being angry and pissed off and why is that and and when we have all these emotions that come through us. Let's say, for instance, you're connected to source or you know, and whatever resource we have where we feel all these things and this energy moves through us. And if we say, well, again, anger is bad. I can't be angry. People will judge me or they won't like me or anger is bad. Let's niche down anger. Let's niche down sadness. These things that we say that we reject. And all of a sudden you're like, the only thing coming through you is this inkling of a garden hose that's kinked. There's nothing coming through you. No wonder you can't operate or manifest. Yeah. And, and yeah. even the yeah. energy, right? <laughs> you were talking about you know how we're, we're designed to be. And it's like the energy that it takes to be something you're not. Totally. To wear a mask. It's exhausting. Wow. No wonder we're walking around like zombies going through the motions. And you don't think you know what to do or can't. And like figure it out in your business, etc. You're trying to be something you're not. What if you actually were just you? It's so crazy. <laughs> it's, it's so easy, right? It really We make is. it so hard, which is so funny. Ha, ah, human brains and experience.
1: <laughs> it's a great note to conclude on. Yeah. What, um...
0: Otherwise, we will just go for hours, my friend. I, yeah, I'm, it I'm, will I'm, never stop.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't have to. And that's the beauty of it, is that it's a continuity. It's a flow. It doesn't stop. Mm. It's not this compartmentalized be in the moment and then the next moment yeah. it's actually a flow yeah
0: it's a surrender it's to a, what shows up. yeah
1: i love michael singer's the yeah, surrender effect too. it just Great reminded one. me i'm like oh that's right that's the yeah. state i was in while i was listening to that audiobook and you were so connected. And you had that yeah. realization of an easier path yeah it's like, oh, that's right. I yeah. remember, I forget. I remember, I forget. Yeah. But if I can actually be in acceptance of that, yeah,
0: exactly. then
1: life isn't as distressful. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, life is consistently inconsistent. It's good. <laughs> it's our idea that we have to like, great. you see, you, you're like, it has to look this way. You, totally. you think it's going to like, I'm going to arrive and I'm going to be in flow and I'm always going to be in flow. You're going to get triggered and your shit's going to come up and your programs and your patterns and you go, oh oh, interesting, and when you can go, ah, what are you feeling? And, and you apply yeah. love like a little mm-hmm. child. You look at it and you move through it. It doesn't have to be hard and it's done versus what we do to, to disconnect. And it's so health.
1: fascinating that this would be what would come up for me because mm-hmm. this is exactly what I talk about. Mm-hmm. So it's fascinating that you know you teach that which you need to learn. <laughs> yes. So in my friend Keith Mitchell, who um, I didn't take too much time here, but I was just listening to – his podcast that came out, or his interview that Mm -hmm. came out on my podcast, Mm -hmm. he was a pro football player. Mm -hmm. Very famous Mm -hmm. um, football player who had a Mm -hmm. career-ending spinal injury during a tackle. And now he's becoming a world-famous yoga instructor and mindfulness Mm -hmm. teacher. And him and me were in... Um, Egypt for two weeks with Michael Beckwith Mm -hmm. a couple months ago Mm -hmm. and in that interview I just listened to it so people listening you'll have to backtrack it's like 64 or something Mm -hmm. Um, but he said something very fascinating about this Mm -hmm. this is why it comes up for me he's just like yeah the more I I'm finding the more I talk about something life will give me exactly the experiences I need to walk my talk yeah it's like ooh, that's,
0: that's what you're focused on. It's what you're asking for. That's why yeah. it comes up. But what if we just allowed and accepted? Even like you know the deepest stuff that I go into, even with relationships, is that you know what if our only job, even in relationship, was to be a container and hold space of being love, acceptance, and support? Wow. I don't have to even guide or teach my kids. I, I you know, or, or, you know, give you feedback or, you know, it, it feels creates light. everything. That feels exactly, way right. lighter. We're all just here to be, in our I don't have experience. to do anything.
1: Whoa. We're I thought I had to down. hold up the weight of the world.
0: Exactly. We're all just here to have our own. Be- and so even if you go into that, like Whoa. second level consciousness, we'll, we'll talk about, Oh, I have this purpose and yeah. I'm being the source of my own experience and I'm the creator of my world. Like I create this purpose, but the truth is like, what if you even drop that thought that you, I mean, cause if I was operating on an assumption that I had to give all these gifts to the world, I, have a million ideas and a million things that come through me where it's like I I gotta
1: do all that I would
0: literally be out of alignment with my kids so this is why I live Mm. a fuck yes life and and you know it's very like even getting into my schedule is very much like a fuck yes fit because I'm in alignment to the balance with my kids, with my own self, with my clients, and honoring them, and 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 my ret- from my retreats around the world to the things that I do, everything is super like my life is harmonious because harmonious is flow. Yes. There's no balance yes. in all things at one time. It's like harmonious yes. flow. And and so if I was like, oh no, the world, I'm supposed to, I have to, I should. This is my purpose. I'm actually totally disconnected from the whole purpose is to just be here and experience. Whatever I want to experience to allow me to be me, which then brings up my gifts that feels and it comes through me like, oh, I want to do this. I feel on fire about something and I get led to something and I do something and the other things show up to offer that to the world and serve it. And then as I'm learning and I'm growing in the next level expansion myself, something else comes up. That's the flow of the give and the receive. Now, what you just did, Ronnie signifies it. You just took in a deep breath and you exhaled Mm. life is inhale and exhale. Life is give and receive, give and receive. Mm. I can only like, that's why money is a reflection of how much I give to the world. The amount of money I'm receiving is based on the reflection of how much I give to the Mm. world. But I have to be willing to receive that money back as an exchange for my value to allow myself to have it, which gives me the life I want to live to take care of my kids. And then it gives me the money to, you know, create it as a tool to produce even more and to give more to, to the world and receive even more yeah. it's this beautiful give and receive it's the feminine the masculine the do and the receive mm. it's the flow of life it's that figure eight it's the yes. flow of life yeah right it's Ooh. beautiful
1: mm. easy be more in the flow mm-hmm. i love it so where can everybody find more about you and your work?
0: Um, well, marcilock.com is my main site. Okay. Um, but marcilockmentoring.com um, gives you those freedom audios that I talked about. And it actually gives you one other link to about like, you know, how to shift it, how to kind of use a lock glass formula and create awesomeness mm-hmm. in all areas. So that's just a way that you can start looking at some ways to core shift and what are those blocks and those barriers and how you're meant cool. to operate. Um, and then the um is a way also that they can get the lock glass formula. So mm-hmm. and follow me on Facebook. Cause I mean it's, you know that's just where I, I share a lot of my messaging and just create value for the world. And other than that, I mean, you can always message me there and get a hold of my team too. Cool. Mm-hmm. Thank you so mm-hmm. much. It's so much fun.
1: It's
0: yeah. So much fun. This is great. Yay. Yeah. Super awesome. All right, everyone.
1: Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the official Ronnie Landis podcast show with our special guest Marcy Locke. Mm-hmm. And what an amazing show this was! Just so much, so much awesomeness here. And I just hope it propels you to move forward in your life with more flow and more grace and ease and and trust Mm. that you are supported and you didn't come here by accident. Mm. So with that said, thank you for tuning in and we will tune in on the next episode.
0: Awesome. Thanks for having me. Mm.